0: Anybody can start a company but may not know where to begin. Join me, Stephen Beck, on my journey to uncover the tools needed to start your own business. Hear how founders started their establishment and exposed their roadmap to success. Let's get started. Cassie Jerome, welcome to the Business Breakdown. Thank you. Yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah, I appreciate it. (laughs) Well, let's maybe first start off by talking about Jerome Jewelry.
1: Yeah, so Jerome Jewelry is a jewelry business that I own with my sister. Uh, we focus on copper jewelry, anywhere from rings to necklaces. But our main seller is our copper cuffs, which we personalize.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So how long have you guys been working with Jerome Jewelry? How, like, how long has it been in business?
1: Yeah, I... Well, we started the business about two years ago. Um, My sister had initially found out how to make copper jewelry. And after, you know, I was in a pretty bad accident two years ago, and that brought me back home to Coeur d'Alene after traveling for five years. And so she asked me if I wanted to start this business with her, and she taught me how to make the cuffs, and we just kind of went from there.
0: Okay, yeah. So do you want to maybe talk about some of the different physical work it takes to actually make these bracelets? Because from my understanding, it's very intensive, you know, with labor.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's very physically demanding. Um, We take round copper and flatten it out and then stamp it. Um, We solder it, file it, polish it. So... When we first started out, you know, we were just taking a hammer to the rounds and we would be bent over for hours um, texturing the copper or just getting it flat in order to make the cuffs. And once we increased our sales and, you know, started just growing as a business, we decided to invest in a rolling mill, which has helped huge Um it's allowed us to create more sizes. So now we have four different sizes of cuffs. And before that, uh, the larger cuffs would have been a lot harder for us to hammer out. So although the rolling mill is a bit labor intensive, it's not so much on our shoulders and on our back. Um, but yeah.
0: So for you guys' shop, cause are, are you guys mainly e-commerce or are you actually in any physical stores?
1: Yeah, so we, um, we're we based out of our house. And so right now we have an Etsy page. And we mainly sell through our social media. But we're also in a couple businesses here in Coeur d'Alene, here locally, which is awesome. We've um, got some cuffs in Lavender Sun. We're in um, an art studio down on Sherman. And I, th- I think those are the only... Two places we're in. We've tried to get into a couple other stores, um, but we mainly like to, you know, be based solely just on our own.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And so do you guys have your own website or is it just through, like, Facebook, Instagram, the social media outlets? Outlets?
1: Yeah. So we use um, Etsy to do a lot of sales, but we like to use our Facebook and our Instagram, Pretty exciting news. Uh, We're currently working on developing our own website, so that'll be something to look forward to here in the next few weeks that, you know, we just got some professional photos taken, and we're just getting started on it. So just trying to grow where we can, hopefully before this summer, to get the ball rolling.
0: Yeah, do you guys have a platform that you've picked out yet that you guys are going to use for the website?
1: Um, We've got um, a marketing Girl that I work with who has offered to help us out, and so she's gonna go ahead and do her own thing with a platform. She wants kind of our intake on the colors yeah. um, and the scheme of it, but we're mainly just kind of handing it over to her because <laughs> we don't necessarily like to spend a lot of time on the computer or we don't have our niche at marketing and creating websites, so we'd rather we've um. Built our business enough to now that we can afford to have somebody help us out on that side of the spectrum, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, that's super nice.
1: more professional.
0: Well, you can't, it's really hard to be a master at everything and, you know, being able to get to the point in the business where you can maybe then piece out some of the work that you don't specialize in to help yeah. the growth of the business is really helpful.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. For sure.
0: So what maybe are some of the different roles that you and your sister play? Because it's you two that run the business. You guys wear different hats when it comes to maybe tasks that you guys need to get done.
1: No, we're pretty equal on that. We really like to work together um, on all aspects so that we always know what's going on. Um, If I need a cuff by this evening, then I can, you know, whip it out and be able to do that instead of relying on her or vice versa, her relying on me. So we mainly, um, do it together and whoever has free time, we've been setting aside time now, you know, once a week to get together and kind of hash out all the business side of stuff. Um, just trying to get more exposure on social media And, you know, if we have a big order, it's nice to get together and work on that at the same time. Well, you
0: mentioned you're currently in a couple different stores. You guys, you know, obviously are on Etsy. You do Mm -hmm. a bunch of social media. Let's maybe, you know, take a couple steps back and look at when you first started out. Because to be where you are today versus when you started out, like it takes a long time to be able to grow and get exposure and, you know, make more product what did that look like when you got you and your sister first started out like what were some of the things you were first kind of dealing with or running into or you know maybe the focus at where you were when you began obviously compared to where you're at now
1: yeah so at the start of it we were mainly focusing on doing either pop-up shows or just different local events in the area and we focused a lot on the same social media um just trying to get exposure through our friends and through our family and i think as we've progressed um our quality has definitely you could see a major increase and i think it's it's always fun you know i asked my sister the other day i I was going through our instagram and i was like should we delete some of these old posts and we were like no it's it's pretty fun to go back and i think it's fun for people to go back and see where we started and where we are now. And, you know, even just the quality of the photos that you take, um, how creative you get with the photos you take or the products that you're making. Um, So starting out, it was mainly just doing pop-up shows and events. And then we didn't really market ourselves into stores quite yet. We actually had somebody come to us. And ask us if we wanted to put our jewelry in their store. And once that happened is kind of when we decided to broaden our horizons. And we were like, oh, people are interested in this. Maybe a couple other stores would be interested. Maybe we should, you know, broaden our horizons and think of going down that route. But as I said earlier, uh, we like to do it mainly social media. And just we get a lot of friends and family exposure.
0: Yeah. No, that that is very helpful and it's kind of interesting when you first start out kind of the different things you focus on and then it's weird how just through the learning experience, you know, things change mm-hmm. like you decided to then, you know, actually go to local stores, obviously being asked, but then you found out oh that's more advantageous. So it just opens a new door of opportunity. Yeah. So, no, that's awesome. With your sister, now she has like an art degree, correct? Yeah. So she went down in California and then obviously when she came back and like you said, two years ago, you kind of then decided to start doing this whole journey of creating
1: the business. Yeah. You know, she didn't really want to branch out on her own and start this business by herself. Um, She was making the cuffs and kind of just giving them away to people. And I was like, these are really cool. Like we can, we could do something with this. And so that's when she was like, well, if you want to help me, I'll show you kind of the way, and we can do this together. Mm -hmm. Like, how fun would that be? I mean, my sister's my best friend, so I couldn't think of anybody better to run a business with. We get along very well. Um, Like I said, we both do, you know, an equal amount of work, which has worked out really awesome for us.
0: Good, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, being able to do it with, Obviously, your sister or anyone mm-hmm. that you enjoy being with every day makes it that much better. Yeah. You know, and it just helps the growth of the business for you guys oh, to yeah. continue to want to be together, you know, having that good relationship. Yeah. When it comes to, like, the price points for, like, what you actually sell your bracelets for, mm-hmm. let's maybe dive in to kind of uncover how you guys came up with maybe the pricing. Because what's interesting for, you know, maybe business owners or people that are first starting out, it's like, where do I actually price point this like how do I come up with you know a legitimate price for what this may be worth
1: yeah uh I think in that aspect we kind of took a step back and we were like okay if I were to go to a market and I were to see this cuff there what would I be willing to pay if I was deeply in love with it to where I had to have it and what would I be willing to pay if it was just like oh, this is cool. I could buy it or I could also not. So we tried to do a price point to where it's affordable for everybody. Um, I mean, our prices start for our cuffs at $10 and they go anywhere up to $45. So it's very affordable. And I think that's what people like to see. And when we, you know, we're buying the copper, it wasn't, we don't have a huge cost for it i think it's more what is our time worth Mm -hmm. you know because it like we said earlier it's very physically demanding and it takes quite a bit of time to make these cuffs so we want to make sure that you know our time is being accounted for in our sales uh, but still affordable for everybody that walks by yeah so
0: well and as you guys grow um you know it's hard to be able to you know keep up with demand if you're getting mm-hmm. so busy obviously you're gonna to have to spend more time in the business to be able to produce more product with that being said what is it like because this is your side hustle and you of course have the job mm-hmm. that you've been doing and you know uh yoga practice that you've been yeah. doing as well how does that look just time management wise
1: Uh, it's tough.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't hard, uh, working a full-time job and then also having my yoga on the side, you know, trying to teach and also trying to just train myself, um, when it comes down to the business though, like I said, it's nice having my sister there because we can both manage our time. To where it's like, okay, this needs to be done. It's like, all right, I've got two hours today. I'll work on it. And then you've got two hours later, then you work on it. Um, so it's, it's manageable now. Uh, the summers are where it gets really crazy for us. Because, you know, aside from all of, you know, working the full-time job and then having a business and then doing all my yoga I want to be outside playing as well. You know, I want to be enjoying time with my family, enjoying time on the lake. Uh, So it gets challenging, but it's manageable. And I also enjoy it. If it wasn't something I didn't enjoy, then I wouldn't be doing it. So, I mean, I love the copper jewelry and I love to see other people wearing it. It brings me so much joy when, you know, somebody has a wrist full of copper. That's awesome.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Well, with you guys being two years in, do you guys kind of have a maybe even five-year plan, at least for like what you're forecasting or hoping to do?
1: Um, no, 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 not necessarily. We haven't sat down and done that. It's just, it's our side hustle. So it's fun for us. And like I said, if we could do pop-ups and we could do markets, it's been nice to, to be able to put money back into the business, but it's also nice to use that money to go on a trip and just kind of have as fun side money, so.
0: Yeah, so it's obviously enjoyable, and, you know, you get the nice little income that you can spend on things that you enjoy, and it just yeah. works in with your, you know, lifestyle, so that's great. Absolutely. Um, Let's maybe bounce over to the photography. You mentioned that you guys, of course, are taking photos of all your different merchandise. Mm-hmm. What does that look like when you started out? Because you guys do take really nice photos. And I think, you know, for being able to market whatever you may have, it's not always easy to actually come up with the type of marketing you're going to use.
1: Yeah, that has kind of fallen into place itself. Yeah. When we started out, it was like, okay, it's Christmas. Let's take a photo in the Christmas tree. Because our cuffs are so small and they do have... You know the dainty writing on them. You have to get a pretty close up photo, but you also want dimension to it. You don't want you know just the cuff there. So I would say over time, our whole like schematic of our page has grown into what it is. And that's like I was saying earlier. It's fun to go back and see where we started out and how our photos were because they have developed over time, and we've become more creative with it and. It's been an interesting outlook being on the other side of the camera. Um, both my sister and I, we aren't necessarily the first ones to raise our hands to be a model for anything. Um, it's tough, but thats I think that's what people want to see. People enjoy that we're a sister-based company and that... You know we're having fun while we're doing it. We love to go hiking. We love to be outdoors. We love to be, you know, on the lake. And so, getting those lifestyle shoots, um, it's it's really broadened our horizon and brought us a lot more followers. Nice. Yeah.
0: Did you guys have to purchase any special equipment, like camera or attachments or anything like that?
1: No, we've uh, recently got one of the light rings because we've been wanting to take more videos just on uh, care for your bracelets, our different sizes. We've been trying to be um, better about those types of things. Um, But other than that, we have mainly just been using our phones. My sister just got a new one with, you know, the nicer cameras. And like I said, we got professional photos done for the website, but on our day-to-day basis, we haven't found that we needed anything extraordinary yeah, to get, you know, the products that we have.
0: Yeah, no, that's nice. Well, and do you use maybe even like a specific app for when it comes to editing the images?
1: Um, no. No? Wow, no. Well, and that's yeah, great. Yeah, we I mean, still just...
0: Obviously, your style being the fact that you guys are sisters and it's kind of this homey feel good uh, type of business. I mean, that works for you guys, obviously. Yeah.
1: Well, and like I said, with the marketing side of things... That's probably our least favorite part of owning this business um, is taking the time to share photos and get people to like them and get more followers. Uh, We would rather just do the pop-up shows and make jewelry.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. And recently, from when you guys originally started... Uh, The company with it mainly being like the bracelets now you're Mm -hmm. adding things in like the necklace. Is that a new addition? Yeah,
1: so we kind of started out with just the cuffs Um, And like I said, we've expanded our sizes and then we started making rings So we've been trying our hand at soldering which has been really fun Uh, people love the stackable rings and then we just started doing necklaces which have been a huge hit and they're fun. We've yeah. got three um, set pendants that are we're going to have all the time. And then we've been bringing in seasonal pendants um, just for fun. People love, you know, a good copper necklace. So.
0: Yeah. Well, and do you guys... What's the difference maybe in the work that you have to put into the necklace than you do the actual bracelet? Is it a lot easier? You know, obviously not as big.
1: Yeah, uh, it's quite a bit easier making the necklaces just because it's kind of piecing everything together. Uh, we're making our cuffs. It's it's quite a bit more work. Um, and then each one is personalized or it's our own mantra. And so... You spend a lot more time with the customer asking them, you know, do you want it textured? Do you want a heart on the outside? Would you rather have the writing on the inside or on the outside? So we spend a lot more one on one time with the customers where our necklaces are just kind of a one base, um, you want this pendant, that's what you get. So,
0: yeah. So you guys. The
1: necklaces are a lot, yeah, like I said, easier,
0: but. Yeah. No, I love that. Well, let's maybe bounce over to yoga. You've been practicing now and just got recently certified from my understanding. Do you maybe want to first touch on the type of yoga that you're practicing?
1: Yeah. Um, So I teach Anyasara Yoga. Um, It's an alignment-based yoga that focuses on your foundation and allows you to feel safe in your body throughout, you know, all the different poses. It's not about who's the most flexible. It's about being strong and really just getting into your own body.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe even describe the yoga a little bit too, in the sense of the speed of it, because there's a lot of different types of yoga out there. Yeah. And I've came and done one uh, actual class with you previously. Mm -hmm. And what's really nice, at least from my perspective, it's that It's really like you were saying more about the stretch and getting in there, but it's like not Mm -hmm. about who's most flexible. It's a lot slower in comparison to like maybe some of these really fast yeah, position yoga classes.
1: It's it's kind of funny. It's an interesting um, type of yoga to explain to somebody else because I think when... You know, people think of yoga and they're like, oh, hot yoga. Yeah, I've heard all about hot yoga. That's great. Or they hear about vinyasa, which is more of a flow yoga. And you don't really stay in a posture for long. So, Anyasara, um, being these strong-held alignment-based postures, it slows up the pace to where you're in a posture for a solid minute, um, which allows your body and your muscles to actually imprint in your central nervous system which allows for the movement and you know the flexibility um I think it's really special because being somebody who you know two years ago had a major back surgery and a major surgery on my femur bone to be able to do yoga and to feel strong in my own body has been magical I mean just pure magic to be able to know that I can go to a yoga class and I can feel strong in my own body. Um, So kind of taking it a step back and just having a slower practice, but a stronger practice to where I can go to a vinyasa yoga all day and do these flowy yogas, but I never feel strong in a posture. I'm always off balance or kind of falling over where in this your body is just aligned and... Your muscles are engaged. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you want to touch on how you even got started in this yoga? Because I think that's a pretty interesting story.
1: Yeah. Um. So I started out on Yasara Yoga, um, gosh, it must have been six years ago uh, when I was at NIC at the college. Um, I took just a Yoga 101, and I met a wonderful lady named Jennifer Harbour. She was my yoga instructor. Um, and I ended up doing two years of yoga at the college with her. And that was just, you know, I was in high school, I was dual enrolled and I was like, oh yeah, yoga, that'll get me a couple credits here and there. So I did it and I fell in love with it. And when I graduated high school, I went traveling for five years and didn't really think much of it. Just, I knew that I had enjoyed the way my body felt then, um, but I didn't, have the time or the capability to do yoga as consistent as I was doing it. And so, two years ago, when I got um, in my car accident, I was hit by a car and I had these major surgeries. And I started doing physical therapy and I kind of came to a dead end point. Um, and that's when Jennifer reached out to me and was like, Hey, when you're ready to start healing, let me know. And so I was trying to figure out a different outlet um, that allowed me to move. I knew that my body needed movement in that moment because the physical therapy side for me was very static and I wasn't doing any exercises and I didn't really know what was going to be safe for me going to the gym. Like I could go to the gym and I can do all these things, but how do I know that'll be safe for my body or that I won't wake up the next morning in... A ton of pain um, so I reached out to Jen and she kind of took me under her wing and I started doing uh, some privates with her and that just developed into me going to class you know once or twice every week and I fell in love with the Anyasara method I fell in love with the way my body felt I felt safe in my body I felt strong and that's when I decided to become certified as a teacher uh never expecting to actually go out and teach it was more to deepen my own practice uh and learn more about it I mean it's just it's fascinating to me the way your body can heal and the way that you can tell your central nervous system what to do and your body doesn't do it so that that's fascinating to me that you're, te- you're trying to do something and your body doesn't do it. And then one day it just clicks and it's like, oh, it's doing it. You know, and it, it's just time and a lot of work.
0: Yeah. So would you say it's good for people who maybe do have different types of injuries that this type of yoga might be something that would be beneficial?
1: I think Anya Yoga would be beneficial to anybody who did it. Yeah. To anybody. Um, I've seen people now from all walks of life, come into that studio, and it completely changes their life, you know, my parents who are in their mid-50s, they just started doing it, and it's just amazing the way you can see their bodies transforming, too, into day-to-day proper alignment, not just in the practice, but day-to-day, because it just, it changes your body to how it's supposed to properly work.
0: <laughs> yeah, so for someone that wanted to get into this type of yoga, mm-hmm. like is there a amount that you're specifically doing per week? Like do you, you know, do yoga is it every day? Is it just a couple times a week? What does that look like?
1: Um, for me, I practice I go to class at least twice a week. Um, I try to go as much as I can and you know, being a bit more advanced now and having my teacher certification it's all about remaining a student I think studentship is super important I think a lot of people once they become teachers in something they fall out of that studentship Um, and that's what allows you to continue to grow into a better teacher so I like to practice twice a week sometimes it's only once a week and it's one of those things where I try not to be hard on myself if I can't make it You know, I've got a pretty busy schedule. So if my jewelry business is more demanding that day, I'm going to work on my jewelry. Mm -hmm. So,
0: Well, I just also want to maybe go back over with you talking about the injuries that you've went through that were very severe. And then Mm -hmm. this type of yoga, you getting into it, like really helped you get through maybe some of the different pains that you were dealing with and it was a way for you to manage it if you maybe just want to even talk a little bit deeper on that because i know there's a lot of people that maybe don't have or are trying to find maybe, maybe a better way to put it is people lose hope in trying to figure out a way to solve whatever pain that they're dealing with and they've kind of researched every avenue and maybe this is a good avenue for them to go down to that could be helpful for you know, a physical injury that they've had in the past.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely think, you know, so when I had my injuries, I completely fractured my femur bone and they put a rod into it. So I've got a false, I guess when you think about your femur bone being the biggest bone in your body, it's kind of like I have a fake leg in a way. Um, And so getting the movement there, Anyasara helped me find ways to move it in a way I never knew that it could. Um, laying in the hospital, you know, being in the ICU for seven days, my leg was just laying there limp, and so it's very internally rotated, and so getting external rotation in that leg is something I still struggle with every day. Um I also, you know, fractured three vertebrae in my back. And so having a major back surgery with rods and screws put in, having not being able to, you know, freely move because you have a false sense of movement with all this hardware in there. Uh, Once I got those out and I think, you know, when I... When I got that hardware put in, they told me it would be about a year to a year and a half before they would remove it. And I got it removed in nine months. And I think that I owe a lot of that to yoga because I allowed my back to have the mobility in it, even with the hardware. So once I got that out, um, it was a three-month recovery and I was back doing yoga again. I was like, I need to move. And I think, like you said, a lot of people get discouraged in you know, once you get down, you're in the most vulnerable state that you've probably ever been in. And it's tough to get back up and be like, Okay, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna move or I'm gonna figure something out that I enjoy so that I can have my life back to where I was. Being an avid snowboarder and having this happen to me right before the winter, it was like I remember the doctor came in and he was like, yeah, you probably won't ever snowboard again in your life. And I looked at him and I was, I literally started laughing. I was like, that's funny. Like I, I know for a fact, I will be able to snowboard again. So I think it's also just the determination that I had with myself. It's like, I'm not going to let something like this get me down or ruin the rest of my life because I'm 24 years old. You know, at the time I was 24, like I have my whole life ahead of me, so I think it's hard, but if people have the determination and they want it, they'll go after it and get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So, when you started yoga and then decided to get into actually teaching it yeah. and becoming certified, mm-hmm. what did the schooling look like? How long was it?
1: Yeah, so... Um, Yoga certifications, whether it's Anyasara or many other forms, uh, it's typically a 200-hour teacher training. Uh, So I did my teacher training over six months, and it was for five days at a time. So it was very intense for eight hours, five days straight, and then I'd have a month off. And I think it was a really cool way to go about it because it allows you the time to let what you just learned settle into you, and it allows you time to, excuse me, to train, uh, whether that be reading books or going out and actually teaching or going and taking, you know, we went and took classes in the community of places I probably would never go to and different forms of yoga. So it was really eye-opening to go and do these other practices of yoga um and come back home to what I know.
0: Yeah. Well the schooling sounds like it was obviously very beneficial. You learn just that much more in the actual practice. Do you plan yeah. on teaching then? Like it sounds like maybe you, I don't know if you have a location that you're wanting wanting to get established at or you know, keeping your options open.
1: Yeah. Um I've been teaching Um, when I needed a bit of experience there kind of throughout my training, um, I have a couple of friends that own a tattoo shop in Coeur d'Alene. And so I've been trying to teach there about once a week, uh, which it's a fun environment and it's just a friends and family type thing. I haven't made it, um, as far to have my own class and really put it out there. But starting in April, I just got, I guess a gig you could call it at my parents uh, go to a gym it's called ASAP and it's a CrossFit based gym Um, so I'll be teaching there every other week uh, once a week so I'm really excited to get into a gym and get in with a place and teach people who maybe have never practiced yoga before or maybe they know a different form of yoga and I hope that they enjoy what I do because Like I said, Anyasara being this strong alignment-based yoga, I think people who work out all the time, they give themselves that time to work out, but they don't give themselves the time to stretch. And I think it'll be good for a lot of people to feel their bodies move in a different way. Hopefully it helps them feel better.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you mentioned that, You you know, you're performing one to two times a week is usually how much you do the yoga. Do you see that you get all the benefits from just doing it one to two times a week?
1: Yeah. I see that I do. Yeah. Um, You could always do more. You could always do less. Yeah. It's just kind of one of those things where it's all about the work that you want to put into it and the time you want to put into it. and. I feel that I need it one to two times a week. If I don't go to yoga for a week or two, I can definitely feel a difference in my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Just I know. Steph I and- I myself would definitely like to take more classes with you mm-hmm. because I've done it once. It that. was, like I said, I really enjoyed it for the long stretches where you could really focus. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, really good for my body too. I've done the really fast yoga. Not a huge fan.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy because like people
0: like yoga is so hard and you you have to be like mentally tough. Like I, I really like lifting weights and Definitely. stuff like that. But like yoga, it's like you're you're focusing in on just that one, you know, stretch, that one spot and just yeah. like breathing.
1: I think breathing. Yeah, <laughs> it puts you in your own body, which is an uncomfortable place for us to be and we we aren't there a lot. You know, I think we have a hard time being in our own bodies. We're very busy, on the go people um, in this society that we live in that we don't give ourselves that time each day to actually examine our own bodies and be in our body.
0: Yeah. Well, now, how long is a class? Like the.
1: Um, The classes I've been teaching have been about 60 minutes. 60 minutes? Mm -hmm. The classes that I take, I go to Garden Street Yoga. Um, It's downtown Coeur d'Alene. It's a beautiful studio, and I would recommend anybody to go check it out. Um, Their classes are a 90-minute class.
0: 90 minutes? Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I would say the time that you are actually practicing is about 75 minutes. And then, you know, you get a 10-minute Shavasana, and... We do a little meditation at the end just to allow yourself the time to appreciate your practice.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's so exciting. I mean, you have your side business that you're doing with the jewelry with you and your sister. Mm -hmm. You now are navigating and exploring this new journey with doing yoga. And then, you know, you also have your full-time job. I mean, you're very, very busy and I would say very determined. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, exciting. <laughs> for people that maybe want to take a class or even yeah. of course buy your jewelry, what are maybe some different uh you know, like website or email or way to get a hold of you?
1: Yeah. Um the easiest way to get a hold of us for our jewelry is through Instagram or Facebook at Jerome Jewelry. Um and it's Jerome with a G. Uh we do it all one word um pretty easy to find on there and then if you want to get a hold of me for a class um my email is just cassie jerome at com.
0: perfect well thank you so much cassie and i appreciate yeah. everyone hopping on and listening
1: yeah thank you steven yeah thank
0: you <laughs>